0: hello hello welcome to another episode of onside punt there's no buys this week as we roll into week eight preview and we got a full list to go through and a recap as well of one we missed on tuesday well not missed but haven't yet reviewed recorded early Yeah. yeah as always i'm joined by cad how are you buddy good mate how you doing homie i'm really good i'm really good um i got one for you straight off the bat though. Have you Ooh. seen the headline from Colts owner Jim Isra?
1: Or, Jim Irsay. Irsay. Mm, can't couple of, that one. couple of spoilers from uh, Jim Irsay saying things he shouldn't.
0: Yeah, so um, as we reviewed last week, there was a couple of controversial calls late in the game against um, the Colts and the Browns, obviously went in favour of the Browns. Jim's um put a little tweet out saying, the NFL called him and said they were wrong.
1: Yeah, the the refs made the wrong call, which he's not meant to be telling anyone this.
0: Yeah, so probably a bit different to like the scrutiny of AFL and NFL, uh, NRL, where we would we you know the refs will come out and tell us you don't do that in the NFL. It is an unwritten code. It sits in the background. He is. The NFL would not be happy about this. Oh, it, it's
1: it is crazy that they still make the wrong call with mm. a review booth in New York. The five umpires on the field, plus I'm sure they've got a control command in the stadium as well. But yeah, you don't you don't talk. You don't you don't talk. You don't snitch on the omniscient refs. Mm.
0: Yeah, Jim Z's creating a bit of. He's, he's not the most liked owner, I don't reckon, in the NFL right now. I think, okay. I
1: think he decided to put his name out there this season. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure people knew of him before, and I wasn't as aware of Jim Ursay, but he's, he's taken the Jerry Jones route and just getting very involved with this Colts yeah. team and kind of just, you know, letting it all slip out about what's going on the team after his controversy with uh, Jonathan Taylor. And now he's out there re signing him, and then he's talking all this rubbish. It's a. Uh, I gotta say it's a rough call though Like that sucks for the Colts Like no it one does, likes to see that It happen.
0: does suck But it's the We love that about sport though We want controversy right? Yeah we do Yeah we love to be the victim When our team loses you? you get to carry that for years to come right? If perfect If sport was perfect It'd be way bo- more, more boring Like well, yeah. I love like, that That's why I, I
1: think you can always I'll always be happy to take a call against Like against us knowing that we're going to claim one later. Like if if you yeah. know there was a hold that w- we got away with, that's fine because we know someone's going to get away with a hold on us in the future and you just have to accept it. Yeah. But people it, people do not. <laughs> Think about the Super Bowl last week last year. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's like you can't expect like there's a lot of movement. The refs have got a lot to take in. They're going to make bad calls and you can't send everything to the bunker otherwise we'll be we're just reviewing the game. It's a it's a three and a half hour game as it is. Imagine if <laughs> how how long do we work? Will we there for two days? If they they've got, got
1: a thirty second there. period between each player to to, to make that call cool though. I feel like if any game could just absorb it,
0: it's the yeah. <laughs> you, you imagine though? Um, uh, guys, guys, uh, you stuffed that up. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, fifteen it up, yards, we're, thanks. <laughs> yeah, there'll be mutiny against the. Um, the New York ones. I think they're in New York or maybe Vegas actually. Yeah, there's the bunker. New York
1: is where the uh the hub is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh actually I saw a picture of that as well. It's not as glamorous it's as not it. as glamorous as <laughs> you thought. Yeah, I like the same thing. It just yeah. looks like they've put some
1: trestle tables up like they've made a yeah. little camp. <laughs> yeah, it just I, looks I like, it'd be like a as you said, like a Vegas casino security watch room, you know, screens everywhere and it's yeah, you know, super. The, the, there's man, ca-
0: There's man caves with better technology than <laughs> the bunker. <Like, laughs> that's no, surprised me. But um, nice little story to kick off the week there. But let's jump into some games, eh?
1: Yeah, let's start off with the recap of Tuesday's game.
0: Oh, another upset. We should have held the line a bit longer. We thought we were done and dusted with the upsets, but we got another one as the Vikings beat the 49ers. Their second loss in a row now, Cat.
1: Yeah, the, the 49ers are glitching here, but looks like, I don't know if this is just a one-off burst from the Vikings, but they played incredibly well. And I think it led from the front from Kirk Cousins.
0: Oh, most definitely. The connection he had with Jordan Addison was... Uh, incredible and I think um, he loved it too Like, oh yeah you like that (laughs) yeah it was was a bit of flex walking around and old Justin Jefferson after the game chucked the top 10 um, medal around his neck I think we're not sure if it's we're not sure if it was ESPN top 10 or he was referencing that he's a top 10 quarterback because that's what they've been saying (laughs) about Kirk Cousin but he had a flawless game Jordan Addison as well Uh, awesome matchup with uh, trevarius ward so trevarius strips it off him in the first instance like a bully in a schoolyard takes the ball away from him jordan addison gets him later in the second half strips it back off him for a td and it was an important one is that that was the difference probably in the game so
1: i thought that was an interesting play like and as i said i I love watching Kirk play well. Three For 378 yards, 77.8% completion rate, which is just unreal. Unreal. Jordan yeah. Anderson, amazing production. But that pass, as you said, that last one, it was just mm. a bullet pass from Kirk that was 100% an intercept, but
0: Jordan yep. just got that second effort. Yep. Picked his pocket. <laughs> he picked the pocket. And it was invaluable as they went on to win because of that. But uh but we also saw a CMC um, Christian McCaffrey for the 49ers was a little bit, little bit off. Cat. It bit was bumbly. a little bit
1: off. I think you know, as we theorized, I think possibly off air that he was gonna just appear regardless to continue this touchdown. No, no, we put streak. it, we
0: put it in, we put it in history. It's out yeah. there. He can go it's grab out it. There. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely did. He just trolled out to. So that's sixteen games in a row now. Second in the NFL history. So mm. crazy, right? Crazy. But Sorry, okay. uh, the,
1: the Vikings now, man, they're, th- they're three and four and we're the better team here. Mm. And they're hopefully just, you know, this is the beginning of a run to chase down the Lions and and make this division something to be fought over because at the moment, it's it's nothing. Yeah. But if the Vikings definitely. can pull it together here, I'm excited. Um, I yeah. do want to note that this Brock Purdy debate has come up again. Is he good? Is he bad? I honestly thought he played pretty damn well. I've got to put that out there. It was actually funny.
0: I saw a few articles saying that he was like he kept them in the game, so that Mm. was that was a positive sort of change in narrative. So uh, it wasn't on his back, I don't think. He did throw like the last pick to Bryant uh, of the Vikings, but I think you can't you can't hold that against him trying to win the game. I
1: I did see an article, Homie, that I thought I'd just bring up that ESPN put out. Not sure if you caught it, but they've put together a full article that's you know full of special effects and everything about how long it takes for every other quarterback to
0: earn Brock Purdy's annual salary oh it's so bad i feel so, could you imagine reading that as it's like uh, it, it's well, rough
1: <laughs> lamar jackson takes him 11 minutes of gameplay to earn yeah, so his salary patrick mahomes you're like yeah i understand but what really stings is that daniel jones only has to play for 19
0: minutes <laughs>
1: to, to well, earn it yeah. Not that luckily, he's doing that at Luckily the he can't get on the, he can't
0: get nineteen <laughs> minutes at the moment. But um oh that's it, it I liked reading it, but it was must you can imagine Purdy feels at home. Like just, an attack. Seems such many, an
1: unnecessary level of production they've put into this article.
0: Yeah. Well. And how many friends have sent that to Purdy as well, just saying, mm-hmm. Oh mate, mm-hmm. just check it in. You might want to get this sorted. <laughs> But there was, um I don't know if you caught this, there was some disturbing news out of this game, Cad. Um, I don't know if you picked it up. It's in, to do with the pre-game. So, Kirk Cousins has reported that the Vikings were listening to Hire by Creed. This
1: is his second week in a row that I've been listening to Creed
0: <laughs> to come back. This is a really bad trend in American sport there. <laughs> so, uh, everyone's listening to Creed as their pop-up songs. Yeah, so this started in the Major League Baseball, right? Yeah, it's the Rangers. So, um, the Texas Rangers, I think it is. They have... Yeah. So, they've started playing Creed and got on a run, and now they're into the... I'm pretty sure they're into the World Series. So, now... Um, the Vikings have followed suit And we are listening to Creed The two, It just suits Kirk hits. Cousins do It perfectly does though. He would have loved it Him in the news press conference With his beige suit Talking about Creed Hire Was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen So, so Kirk And yeah. then to
1: come out and ball out So good on he's, you Kirk he's,
0: okay. he's got so many first sales. I love it But that's all, all right,
1: right. We've got a ton of games to get through for week eight. Let's do it, homie. righty, homie. Shall I kick off? Yeah, get us into the Bills Bucks, mate. All right, no worries. The Buffalo Bills will be hosting the Tampa Bay Bucks at home in the week eight opener. Now, Bills offense is ranked 27th in scoring so far this season just an average of 17.2 points per game, but as we've said there are a lot of other issues with the Bills team right now. The defense is what's keeping them in these games, but they're damaged, they're injured, and their kicker Tyler Bass has missed 3 out of 4 field goals in their past 2 games Honestly, I'm surprised he's still on the roster as it goes for for kickers who aren't putting them down Um, Look, these field goals, homie, they would have allowed them to decisively win against the Giants and not worry about this late late game comeback and brought them within a point of the Pats last week. I'll just start off by saying I think that fixing their kicking game here would go a long way for the Bills to snatch victories against these teams like the Pats and the Bucks coming up. I know it won't fix their problems against stronger teams, but do you think this would have been enough to flip the narrative on this team if they'd actually made these kicks?
0: Yeah, most definitely. Like if they just if they kept winning it would have held off the narrative that they mm. that you know they just need to slightly improve now we've got questions of are they even in that top shelf of teams like yeah. they're starting to get pushed down the rankings now of like who's actually a genuine contender because of these losses if they held the wins they stay in that win chat and now now we're just looking at them to fail now i feel like it's changed how we look at them as a team overall and we're just looking for those We're pointing out the problems now instead of just Mm. giving them the out. So, yeah, I definitely think if they had got those tight wins, would have a different story.
1: Yeah, it's a short week this week for them playing on Monday and then playing on Friday. It's only, you know, four days to prepare. And usually in this week, they just rest and recover. They're not working super hard on a lot of things when you're in good tread. But they have so much to fix right now. I just think fixing the kicking is the smallest little notch that we can push it in the right direction. Mm. Um, moving on to the Bucks, though, they've been in a slump the past few weeks. Baker Mayfield has a sore knee at the moment, but he thinks he will be available to play on Friday. I, uh, I think he's being strong, homie, because <laughs> after that starting <laughs> battle against Kyle Trask to, to get the QB but, uh, position, I don't think he just wants to give him an inch on the field. Oh,
0: he, you would not want to give up that seat. It is You no. <laughs> it, it, it could you could not get it back, I reckon, because uh, yeah. they they. I don't know if they're in a slump. It feels like it's their norm a little bit. Yeah, I think it's just they're
1: plateauing off the the early start, we thought. Um, Chris Godwin as well, their second wide receiver, is also questionable this week with a neck injury. Looking less likely than Baker, Mm -hmm. but uh, keep an eye on that. Um, I think the Buck defense is going to challenge the Bills to get that early momentum, that start that they've really been begging for. Um, however, I'm, I'm really struggling to justify Baker having a comeback against the Bills this week. Um, Bills defense certainly looking to collect one of his uh, famous interceptions. And it just depends what the Bills offense can do with it. I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills here. Hopefully there's some slight improvements um, that they can control this game. But at the moment, I, you know,
0: who knows what's going to happen. That's that's the scary factor, isn't it? Because you so you want to have confidence in the in picking the Bills, and Mm. I've got to pick the Bills as well, but you just want to see that performance that we say, this is the Bills team we know. Just
1: something slight even. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's just like that one, we keep asking for it, that one game that says, all right, we're still a contender in 2023. We're not criticizing them in terms of like their win-loss. We just want to see if they are in the window with the other teams. That's kind of what we're looking at with the Bills because we know they're going to be successful. We just want them to know if they're up the top, though. Like, yeah, that's exactly right. And so give us that it, performance. It's, it's
1: beating the Bucks solidly and then being yeah. a competitor in tight games. But
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to take you to, for my first game, we're going to Monday, the 4 a.m. slot. We've got the Colts versus the Saints. Now, this... Has become a little exciting game. This one, uh, yeah. both teams, both teams are three and four. Uh, it, uh, Colts come off the controversial loss now, uh, <laughs> and I just don't know which team I'm more excited to see. Cat, like who? Are you, who do you want to see after l- the last week performances? The Saints obviously go down in, in a game they should have won, and the Colts mm-hmm. go down in a the game they could have won. Uh, reportedly, who do you want to see the most? Uh, I'm,
1: uh, and I've said it before in this show, uh, a car fan. You know, mm. I, I do like Derek Carr and I have this kind of empathy for him or I don't know what it is, but I, I really liked what I saw in that Saints offense. As we said last episode, when they were moving quickly, it was like, yes, that's exactly yeah. what you guys should be doing. Fast play, moving to Kamara, Alave, which we'll get to, uh, moving the ball down the field. But, you know, it, that's just what I want to see. I am excited to see the Colts, but I just want to see the Saints put it together and actually look like a, a constructive offense.
0: Yeah, I think we can all say we love the talent that is listed on the Saints. We think it's good. Like, we talk about it every week, but this this messed up NFC South at the moment, every game, they pl- any of the teams that play in a game, I'm super curious about because they need to know what they're doing because put it together for four quarters. They had an outstanding last quarter, but they were not in the game until that point. Mm. Car gets on a run, but I just feel I want to see the Saints tell me that they're the best in the NFC South. And they've got the list, they've got the talent. I'm excited for them, but I want to see that full game together.
1: I think that's like the the perfect way to capture the whole NFL right now is Mm. I want to know who can consistently play at their best. And there's only two teams, I think, that <laughs> are doing it. Yeah. And, and like, and I guess the biggest standout is the Chiefs right now after the 49ers going down twice and the Eagles taking the loss. But
0: just everyone just start playing the same for us. So <laughs> it makes it yep. a little bit easier. I guess, we've got the, I guess we've got the trade deadline coming up, which we'll probably may or may not touch on later. But it's like we need teams to probably fill out some gaps as well. I think Bills are one of those as well. But it's mm-hmm. like show us your list that's got to take you all the way and uh i see that i see the cults maybe have feels like they've got a cap to their potential i don't know if the saints have more growth like i feel like i could agree with that yeah, Yeah, yeah their
1: ceiling's much higher if they get it all together
0: yeah but saying that we've got um let's hope for another 30 Plus point game from both teams that the Colts put up last week and entertain us. I will be, I will be going for the Saints based on I think their list is better, more talented. I've said this a few times. Please prove me right, Saints. After losing four <laughs> of the last five, but I'll sit with the Saints on this game, Cad.
1: I'll come with you there, homie. I'm, I'm. I don't know. Call us an optimist, but uh, <laughs> I yeah, really yeah. want to see the Saints yeah. put this together. They, sh- they should be taking care of business here. Alrighty, we're moving on to the Panthers versus Texans. And, and here it is, listeners. It's the battle of the first round draft. First overall pick in the draft, Bryce Young from the 0-6 Panthers takes on his best mate and second overall pick, CJ Stroud, of the 3-3 Texans in Carolina on Monday. Now, I'm assuming this will be a storyline we start seeing everywhere, homie, as we get close to the game day. So I thought we'd uh, compare the pair.
0: Ooh. Bryce Young and
1: CJ Stroud, same age, slightly different income. Um, Bryce Young has a 63.2% completion rate, CJ with a 59.6. Total yards, Young has 9.67, CJ 1,660. <laughs> Touchdowns, Young has six and CJ has nine. However, of course, at this time in their careers, has a lot more to do with the uh, the team they've got around them
0: to support their rookie Debut, yeah, I think um, I think this was the only way we could get Panthers into this segment was with this. <laughs> 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 unfortunately, unfortunately, they probably had two very different um, storylines to their their debut season. Um, the Panthers, I really, you want to see, you want to see this like, this is the game you sort of look at the start of the year. We thought, oh, this they'll be. This will be the matchup for both of them. I yeah. think that CJ's had a very different start. He's he's looking like an established quarterback. Uh, the mm-hmm. Panthers just don't have the options for for Bryce Young. Um, I just... Hayden Hurst, where are you? Like, Yeah, the like, fact
1: that Adam Thielen is this key option for them is... Well, it surprised all fantasy owners that so that was going to be a great output for them.
0: He's literally throwing to one person at the moment. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it's like... The Panthers need to create something. Like, it. I feel it's Hayden Hurst for me. It's like get in the game. Mm-hmm. The Texans do give up yards to, to uh, tight ends as well, so why not make this your game? Uh, give him some options. Make it yeah, a du- yeah. make a dual threat, and see this makes it easier the for game. the defense if yeah. they have
1: the, the one option too. It's just like, mm. all right, well, we're just gonna double man or we'll keep a tight yeah. zone around yeah. Adam. Um, I think the Texans' defense is certainly better than the Panthers at this point, but neither of them are, are high quality and, and can definitely be exposed. Both offenses have scored decently the past few weeks and I'm kind of expecting a shootout here, which is what I wouldn't be oh, I generally so. saying with rookies, but they're they they're consistently both putting up decent points. Um, this Nico Collins partnership with CJ is going really well. well. Um, as we saw, already mentioned, Adam for for young, but I think both of their running games are about even. Which are both rather average. I'm ch- I'm just trying to weigh up these scales, homie. I keep putting it through and, and yeah. I think my gut says go Panthers for the for the W. But my I, tiny brain, which is often and generally wrong, says go Texans. So I'm completely undecided. Do you have anything to, to tip my balance here? I
0: I was looking for something to tip the balance to the Panthers because <laughs> I know me and you have got a side challenge of trying to pick when the Panthers win this season. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, and that's a, and it's like, oh, is this the game? And I just cannot see it. I just think mm. I think Texans have had a great. They're coming off a buy as well. They should be fresher. They look okay. You know. They're not okay. They look better than okay. They're playing decent football. I have not seen that from the Panthers yet. I'm sitting with the Texans. Over to you, (laughs) Cad.
1: I still have no idea. I think what I will say is in my tipping log, I've put in the Texans, but don't be surprised if I just seriously put it all on the line for for the Panthers to get a W here. I don't know. I think there's enough to expose in the Texans' defense that the Panthers could capitalize on it. They have put up decent points against, I think, better teams than the Texans. Um, But, you know, it's hard to look at an 0-6 team and be like, this is when they'll win.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but this is the one to look at that they should Mm. be. I'm sure they penciled it. I'm sure they penciled it. And I just like, let's see what they can do.
1: Interesting to see what the comp will do. I'm excited.
0: Moving on to Monday 7.05 game, we've got the Seahawks versus the Browns. This is a hard matchup to analyze. Two teams without a notable brand of football, a mixed results, a mix of performances. Cad- I don't know where to, to sit with both of these teams in terms of their production and where they sit in terms of the competition. The Browns have one of the best defenses in the comp, but go and give up 38 points last week. Mm. The Seahawks, consistent, more consistent, but will lose to the... I think they lost to the Cardinals a few weeks ago. It's like these two teams, I cannot see what brand of football they play. Like (laughs) I think it's hard to measure them. I think it's a great matchup. I can't really, I can ebb and flow between the two, like both are four and two. You've got a superhero playing for the Browns at the moment, Miles Garrett, Mm -hmm. who's having, I think he's distracting people slightly because it's like the Browns are like, Oh, they're the best defense. But it's like I think it's Miles Garrett, right? He's just uh, the
1: best defender. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: he's just having a great day. Like this
1: it, is like when they used to say the Chargers were building a great defense around Derwin James, and it was like no, yeah. just Derwin James was good. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, and literally. it's like it's funny now because they're pushing for um, they're pushing for the not just for the best defensive player of the year; they want MVP for him now. Like they're mm. saying, like he's the best player in the competition, and it's well, uh, he
1: keeps hurdling. Uh, Lines to block kicks, then yeah, maybe he's oh, getting there. Okay, there's if you, some superstar plays. If you've got a
0: couple of minutes today. Go watch Mars Garrett box jumping. It's incredible. Just for you, fill your, uh, fill no your wonder. Day.
1: You're up till one a.m. last night. <laughs>
0: oh, I was. Oh, I've got to. i got to check all the headlines, Cat. I've got to check them all. <laughs> um, and we also don't know if Watson's playing. So a little question mark over this game as well. He is apparently day to day, but got a fresh mi. M-I-R on his injured shoulder. Ah, that sounds better. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> it's, right, it's early, homie, it's fine. <laughs> it's the
1: morning. <laughs> it's, it is the morning. It's our first morning recording. We're, we're blown off the dust today.
0: Yeah, but um, so he is questionable. That would mean that PJ Walker would be the walk-up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's probably, I don't know. That could be better. That could be better for them. I'm not sure if they have got confidence in Watson anymore. There's a few question marks here, cat.
1: Yeah, hard I, to analyze. You go. The Browns have, you know, we know their team. They've got the defense, but we don't know what this offense is, especially with the quarterback subbing in and out every other game. Mm. I think the Seahawks have a much better, much better offense. They're balanced. Here. They're, They're balanced out there, um, which is just tough. And I, I do like the Seahawks' defensive program traditionally. Um. It's just being able to capitalize on big moments. And I think the Browns defense does that. As you know, Miles Garrett being that superstar who can conquer. Um, I'm not sure. How how are you going with this game? Where, where have you tipped the scales there?
0: I've gone with the, the premise of the offense having more impact in the outcome than the defense. Like Miles Garrett and the Browns defense will keep them in the game, but I just cannot see them keeping. They gave up 38 points to the Colts. Yeah. Yes, they scored more, but I can't see them doing that every week. And it's like the Seahawks are a lot more disciplined. They shouldn't allow that that to the game to get into that blowout stage of that high scoring. I think they're more disciplined. I think they're better coached. Um, Metcalf is most likely to play, so I think that gives That's them big. an extra. Yeah, yeah, so he'll come back. Bobo is going well. Njigba is now three weeks in a row above... Forty yards. They're starting to Kenneth, see that. Kenneth
1: Walker just had a star game.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, I see the consistency. I'm going consistency over irregularity. I just mm. kind of, the Browns are too hard. They're too risky for me. Like it's yep. like, I don't know which Browns I'm getting. I sh- 50%, like 50% of the time, but I've got a more of an understanding what Seahawks I'll get. So I'm going to sit with the Seahawks.
1: I was going that way as well. I just, I just enjoy that team more as well, and the offensive weapons there. I'm going to Seahawks, and hopefully they can confuse oh. the Browns and, and put a stop to them.
0: And they're also wearing a vintage strip, so that's always a that's always a positive. So, okay, retro strips coming out for the for the Seahawks. So,
1: righty. on to I think what is the highlight game of this week? That we all kind of saw when we looked at the schedule, which is the 49ers versus the Bengals on Monday morning. Now that the 49ers are fresh in mind, Tommy, as we just spoke about at the top of the episode, I wanted to focus more on the Bengals at the moment and, and where we left them before the bye week. So the Bengals, if you recall, started off slow, but they recovered in their last two games, beating the Cardinals decisively and edging out the Seahawks by a field goal. Now, since the Ravens, Steelers and Browns all got a win last week. The Bengals now sit at the bottom of their division coming Mm. out of the bye week. Um, So they're looking up the mountain and trying to catch those little wily little Ravens and give them a chance to make the playoffs, which is not where we expected to see the Bengals one third into the season. Um, What do you see here, homie? What do you like about the Bengals at the moment against the 49ers?
0: There's two two narratives here. It's like... No better time for the Bengals to get the 49ers. They're banged up. They're, they're off a little bit, coming off mm-hmm. two losses, they're, and the Bengals are fresh. So I like that two factors straight away. They're like that, okay. That's where you want it to be. And I just think if the Bengals can hold up the run of McCaffrey, it puts them into stopping the wide receivers, which they've been really good at this year so far. And I just think the balance is in the secondaries for the Bengals. They can stop wide receivers... You put it. You stop the run game. You put it into the hands of Purdy and the wide receivers. And the Bengals—they seem to be building in this space. It's—it's it's a weird thing because the Bengals and we speak about them as if they're a four-and-two team. Like, yeah, we speak about it as if they're on this trajectory off to the off to the playoffs. Like nothing, like nothing worried about. But they they have got some wins to get. Like before, yeah, they they're they bottom eat. of their div right now, mm, and, and it,
1: they've got. But well, I think they're only got. Two wins is that? Yeah, two victories, yeah. and then yeah. the Ravens have five, so they've got yeah. a long way to go.
0: Yeah, and we've we seem to have forgotten that they were not good at the start of the season by one game, and it's like, mm-hmm. but they are building the momentum, and we I think that we've seen it in previous years, and we believe it's going to happen, and it looks like they're building. And this is the first game in a big run for them if they can get going. So I just see it. I see it in the wide. Res, I see it in their defense is the starting point stopping Sam Fran. And then we all know Burrow and Chase can do the work. We know that. If they're We've if they're on if, yeah. they're on. if they're uh, on. If they're on.
1: yeah. I think I think one of the notes there is he said if they can stop the run game and their run defense is ranked very poorly at the yeah. moment coming Correct. out of the bye and something they would have had to work on. Um it just depends how productive CMC is gonna be and if he's feeling fully recovered. We already know he can score a touchdown regardless. Um I didn't see the Bengals that could beat a 49ers and even in a beat-up 49ers before the bye week. Um, the only time we saw them successful was against the Cardinals, but that is a team on the complete other end of the spectrum to the 49ers. Um, out of the 12 teams who had a bye, the Bengals have the least offensive yards. Um, their O-line hasn't been incredible. They're going to need a huge performance to keep the Niners away from Burrow. I, I think you're right, coming off rested and coming up on a beat up 49ers is like the best opportunity they had to come out of the bye mm. if the 49ers were just rolling seven or eight wins right now <laughs> it'd be a pretty scary thing to come face Correct. um i think i'm gonna back the 49ers here to bounce back um i am desperate to see a big game for the Bengals and show us you're coming back as well um for the sake of my fantasy team please 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 <laughs> <don't mind me. laughs> but but I really, I think the 49ers have a lot more there to put it together and, and be competitive where the Bengals, they have a further distance to come from what I've seen from them before the bye week to
0: where they need to be to beat the 49ers. I I still, I've I've gone with the Bengals. I think before the bye week, they were second into competition for intercepts. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, I've, I, as I've highlighted, they stopped the run, they stopped... They stop the run, then they can stop the wide receivers. And I think I just feel like if the Bengals defense does enough, I feel they can put up the points. Um, but like you've said, we need to see the Bengals that we used to see. Um, mm. And for your fantasy team, I hope that happens as well. So thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, but Might be it, a lost it, cause already. <laughs> it's a genuine cracker this game, though. Like, yeah, of,
1: I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, all we want is a is a great game. Yeah, it's seven twenty-five.
0: You can you can probably fit it in fully before the before the yeah, day starts. Catch it before the work day. That's the yeah. way to go. Yeah. All right, Cap. That's a wrap of our feature games. Let's head off into the rest of the schedule and see what other matchups we can find. <laughs> All righty,
1: homie. Let's start off with Giants versus Jets. Giants cross the Hudson River to visit the Jets in Jersey. I see the Jets' defense coming off the bye here, disrupting the Giants. I'll be looking to see if Zach Wilson will be consistent with his play before the bye week when they took down the Eagles and the Broncos. I'm going the Jets here, homie. Hoping for uh, Zach to keep it it going.
0: I am um, so disappointed that this game is not what it was meant to be at the start of the season. We're supposed to have a... Jets, Super Bowl contender and a Giants playoff contender, and now, <laughs> now this
1: is what we're left with.
0: I was literally going to set you a challenge and try tie Taylor, try, try to get you to convince me if the Giants have anything to for me to, to support. <laughs> um, but I think um, I'm just going with the Jets here. A, a defense that's knocked off the you know knocked off the Bills and the Eagles. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think the Giants can compete with that. So, should we move on? Go yeah, for it. All right, Steelers versus the Jaguars. Now, this is an interesting game. The Steelers have found some momentum after quarterback uh, Kenny Pickett mounted Kenny a come. He mounted a comeback in the fourth quarter and probably remembered how to play the game. Uh, reached over three hundred yards that game. We've got a Jags team that are rolling, having won four straight. Uh, especially thanks to pretty much Trevor Lawrence and Tra- uh, Travius Atien, uh, they just keep scoring. Those two, Travis Atien, he's having what is he scored two touchdowns out of the last th- past three games. He's consistent. He's putting up big numbers, but he's getting the most touches in the as a running back in the NFL at the moment too, as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Having it, Josh Jacobs' season from last year,
0: yeah, it's a it's an exciting game and a little fun fact here: if uh, if the Steelers score more than ten, they win. So, um, oh, that's <laughs> so, so what they do <laughs> on your Steelers. Uh, yeah. just
1: get to the one field goal, one touchdown, and you wrap up the victory. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's a it's a good matchup. It's an interesting time for these two teams to meet. They seem to both have some momentum. I find it harder to sit with the Steelers because of it's it's always off the back of a moment. So it's usually TJ Watt lighting them up and then they get going. The yeah. Jags might not give them that moment because they're pretty clean. So I've landed with the Jags here. I don't know where you sit, Cad.
1: I you know, I have those same feelings of the Steelers where even if it's that one moment where yes, they actually got that pass to George Pickens for 45 yards and he stated bounds this time Mm. and that's what sets them up but half the time they miss it there's a flag there's something else Uh, I think the Jags are more consistent I think they're a strong team and ramping up as well so I'm going to back the Jags here as well all right moving on to commanders versus Eagles commanders hosting the Eagles in Maryland uh, and this has got to be a gimme gimme game for the Eagles here as we know David though these are David versus Goliath battles can go David's way. Mm. Not for you. Not no. you, David. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think the Eagles should be easily able to take care of business here. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, as as a David, this is not the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running away from Goliath. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a too much to overcome here and um, I think this might... Add more pressure to Sam Howes and uh, the coach as well because that is a headline that is not walking away at the moment. So we might see how is that?
1: How is that Sam Howes still standing? Oh, what's he getting hurt?
0: Uh, he's had a total of 40 40 sacks this season. No way, 40? Yep, the second. Oh my god, so that's out of seven games. Do the math, cat. there's yep. just under six. Yeah, well done. well done. Just more than six per game? Yeah, uh, whichever way. We'll take it. Yeah, mm, so, overrun it. Uh, um, so that is the second highest in the history of the NFL. <laughs> he's going for the record. He I'm is. Saying. He's, he's going to take on the leaderboard for he's, something. He's going to take a record with him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the pressure will mount as the Eagles... Put them to the sword, I think, here, Cat. How is he not concussed? My God. Oh, I don't know. That's the other factor, isn't it? <laughs> That's just
1: it, it, the the odds. It's, it's just crazy.
0: Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Moving on. All right, we've got an interesting game here. We've got the Cowboys versus the Rams. Obviously, the Cowboys coming off a bye. But if the Rams want to consider themselves a wildcard contender, these are the games they need to win, Cad. Uh, after finding ways to lose last week in a matchup that suited them, a fresh Cowboys is not what you want. I think, uh, but it's the ultimate test. Do you think the Rams can actually put up against the put up against the Cowboys?
1: I think offensively, the Rams can put up against the Cowboys. It, it's all on the Cowboys not folding, in my opinion. That's how you you look at this team. It's the same way you look at the Chargers, who, who they beat. It's kind of like. Who who's gonna lose this game? Like the Rams have to put an insane effort in to win it, but the Cowboys have to let everything slip to let it go. I'm putting my faith in a strong Cowboys here.
0: Yeah, and I'll give you. I'll we'll give you one little chestnut here though that the after we reported on Brett Maher, I think it's Maher. I, I won't get the chance now to learn it. Their kicker for the L.A. Rams. Oh, no. He's been released. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a
1: long life cycle for these kickers making errors. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So
0: he doesn't have have to worry about the yips because he's not there anymore. (laughs) Oh, it's so brutal, though. But um, I feel like um, Stafford is not uh, L.A. Rams quarterback. uh, Stafford is not great under pressure. Mika Parsons will bring the pressure like he has not experienced this season. That's why I put the balance with the Cowboys here.
1: Moving on to the Packers hosting one of their many longtime rivals in the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings look to have possibly turned a corner here against the 49ers this week. Uh, if they can play like that again, should be easily able to take it over the Packers, um, who I think you know they're still finding themselves... At a rough string of losses against the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Lions, uh, the problem with these Vikings is is consistency, homie, and it always on Kirk's shoulders to to keep this team moving forward and put that same performance on again. Do you, do you think you see the Vikings here playing like they did against the Niners?
0: I actually do. I think this is this is the they have to win this game in my opinion, not because of the game itself, but to get on a run. That can take them back to the top of their div. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen their upcoming schedule, but they have. They they take the Packers here. They got the Falcons, the Saints, the Broncos, the Bears, the Raiders coming up.
1: They, yeah, if they play like they did, that's tick 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 yeah, tick. Right. You know, but like
0: they they this is the this is the time to get on the run for them, and that's yeah. what I'm expecting this to be a step in that. If if they stumble at any point, they're in a lot of trouble this season. So that's what I, I'm I'm now seeing this as a as a stepping stone, and they've got to get going. So I can't see them slowing down. Moving on to another matchup, which I like, Titans <laughs> versus the Falcons. I'll have to condition this game. So Tannehill is probably unlikely to play this coming Sunday. But guess what, cat? Oh, what does that mean? Mayo boy. Mayo
1: boy. (laughs) He's doing it. He's making it. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about him.
0: (laughs) Yep, we had. He's coming. He's coming. It is is going to be weird, though, because... Mayo boy. (laughs) So, (laughs) Mike uh, (laughs) Vrabel, you've distracted me there. I had a really good note here. Michael Vrabel. I'm just excited. Well, you mightn't see him the whole game because... The same Malik Willis and him will share the seat
1: mm, mm. yeah this that, does make sense I knew there was one it couldn't be perfect it's Titans Falcons
0: game yeah this one is gonna this whole game is gonna sit on the offense though because both teams match up really well in defense they're both not conceding over 20 points per game this season so they match up really evenly they we're really sitting uh it's going to be offense based win here so the question mark over the quarterback for The Titans, I initially thought I might have been able to pick an upset here with the Titans. I thought they do that to me. They're hot, cold, hot, cold. I thought, oh, this might be the one. But with the question marks around the QB, I will sit with the Falcons and Ritter to clean his act up and actually finish everything. Um, So I'm going to go with the Falcons here.
1: This is, this is why it's important to listen to this show and also to be on this show is because I didn't know that and I tentatively picked the Titans for a cheeky little win. Mm. So knowing that now, um, look, I know these underdog and second-tier quarterbacks come in and cause some trouble, but I, I would have to lean on the Falcons this time to get started and uh, give the ball to Bijon. That's just my one note out there.
0: The well, Carl Smith, if you're listening. Well, he apparently isn't sick this week. So he <laughs> doesn't have a headache. <laughs> yeah. So he will be playing full potential apparently. So I think we all want to see a bit of Bijan this week. I think we were, it was not not nice just watching him on the sidelines last week. And they definitely did not have the balance that we like without him. Get out there, boy. All
1: right. I get it, get it, Bijan. Okay, we've got the Patriots traveling to Hard Rock Stadium to verse the Dolphins. Now, the Pats are coming off a a narrow victory against the Bills and they'll be walking in with their heads held high. Um, But I'm assuming, homie, walking out with their tail between their legs, um, Dolphins are going to be determined to put themselves back on track after their loss to the Eagles. Look, despite their loss, Dolphins don't show any signs of damage or slowing down here to me. I think the Dolphins should take this victory pretty easily. Um, I'm keen to watch this old system though. The old system versus the new system in the coaching mm. with uh, McDaniels and Belichick. What about you, Holmes?
0: Oh, no. I'm now distracted by the contrast. of <laughs> That is an <Yes>. amazing <laughs> contrast, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it really is. Yeah. I, I see Dolphins putting up big numbers here. I really do. Um, I, I got so distracted by it that I've gone down the rabbit hole and just found a different point for this game. Um, I'm going to put a rookie error on the um, Patriots here. Uh, it's not quite a rookie era, but you know how they cut all their quarterbacks Oh, yep. uh, I'm talking about Malik Cunningham here
1: mm. and
0: then they re-sign him they've cut him again <laughs> 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 10 days after re-signing they've cut him again um, I don't know what they're doing here they've waived him but I just that's all the notes I got for What's this the
1: one. point of signing them if you can just drop them like a week later? I, I don't know, don't but really what understand. a roller
0: coaster for them as well. Like what an yeah. experience. Out, in, out, in. But <laughs> I don't know. Rookie era, don't re sign someone to just cut them ten days later. Strange <laughs> strange movements by the Pats. Moving on to the We've got another Battle of the Birds, Cat. Oh, another Battle of the Birds. Yep. Uh this one is not a matchup that has noteworthy <laughs> mentioning. We've got the Cardinals versus the Ravens here. The Ravens have the most sacks in the league. They're holding teams to nothing. Lamar Jackson had it probably his best game, maybe of his career last week. Um, I can't see the Cardinals putting any competition. Against there's the there's just here. not much
1: to say here, is mm. there? <laughs> All Ravens I can... should come in over the top.
0: <laughs> All I hope is in our review we can say that the cardinal had good cardinals had good energy, good energy, <laughs> yeah. great great vibes. Cardinals, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so that, about the,
1: sorry about the L.
0: That's what I'm looking at here, Cad. So that's we could probably Makes move on quick quickly work that one. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the Broncos <laughs> versus the Chiefs.
1: All right, number one in the division meets number four with Broncos hosting the Chiefs at Mile High this week. Uh, Chiefs, they're just doing their thing right now, homie, looking to continue their six-game win streak in Denver. And unless little Sean Payton figures out the secrets to foiling the Chiefs, mm. which no one else has yet, I'm assuming they'll make it seven in a row. Um, and if it feels like you've seen this game before, homie, you have, yeah. because it was only two weeks ago that the Chiefs took the Broncos 19-8 and eight and uh, limited Russell Wilson to just 95 throwing yards, four sacks and two interceptions, uh, <laughs> I think history will repeat here with the win, um, but hopefully Russell doesn't have such a tough time
0: with it. I think I think you're right. The Chiefs will do this one comfortably, but it is a weird thing with the NFL, isn't it, that you see a matchup two weeks later? Like yeah, I, like,
1: I yeah I hadn't caught that this season. I'm sure we've missed one, but it, it's getting to that time where we're seeing we're st- games. we'll start
0: to see the repeats, and people will probably start to confuse themselves. It's like I'm sure I've tipped this game before. <laughs> like I'm sure I've done this game before, but it is uh, it's a, it's an odd thing, and you've got a really recent reference points uh, reference point, and the Chiefs should should repeat so. Alright. What's next for us, homie? I'm gonna take you to the Lions versus the Raiders. Now Yeah, the thing you don't want is the Lions after they've been embarrassed, and I think the Raiders might cop a angry lion here, Cad. Um The Raiders have The Raiders have given away the ball fifteen times this season through fumbles and intercepts. Worst ranked in the league for it. Lions defense, take advantage of it all day. Mm-hmm. This should be... I don't even say this one. It's a messy game. I think the Lions will will just ram it down them. So.
1: Just handle this one. Yeah. yeah the, the the comeback. You don't want them after this, this nah, game. After the you do not want
0: an angry... It's feeding time for the Lions. They will, <laughs> they will. And it looks like Jimmy Garoppolo isn't likely to play as well. He is not it's a weird story around his back injury it's they're not I'm not sure what's happening here but they're they're really struggling to give out proper indications of what's happening for him um so it must be a
1: bit of a theme after what we've been seeing you know Bijan not being put on IR yeah you know when he clearly should have been it's they're, they're holding their cards close to their chest this year Yeah. you know just have the vibe about that
0: they always do it i I've noticed it from seasons before but this Jimmy Garoppolo one has um there's an undercurrent here that I'm I'm keeping an eye on because it's either worse than I thought it was or or they're just keeping him out for some reason. But I don't know. I'll keep I'll keep you I'll keep you informed. Okay, no finish off the round. What have we got?
1: All righty. Not much. <laughs> 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 the two and four Chargers take on the two and five Bears at SoFi Stadium and I know we mention it a lot, homie, but I want this to be the last time we talk about it until we hear reports that it is actually happening. If the Chargers lose this game, it certainly must mean the end of head coach Brandon Staley's Chargers career. You know, If you had the decision to make the change, would you justify it mid-season, like being the firing or are you just, the decision's made and we're going to do it at the end of the
0: year? No, I, NFL is so ruthless. Do it. Do it straight away. There's no there's no reason to wait. This game is cutthroat. If they're cutting players on the weekly, they can cut coaches on the weekly. Like there is they've told us that it's okay. Uh, it's not like Australian <laughs> sport where we are sensitive about that kind of stuff. You can
1: I th- I think give Kellen the, the interim role while you put the yeah. one just getting some experience. It's not like we're gonna be like, you know, if we lose to the Bears. I just don't see us taking it on a run up to the playoffs anywhere near it. Um, we're currently third in the division, behind the Raiders. Um, and, you know, maybe, I,
0: maybe a little tankers in, in, in season for the Chargers here. I, I didn't like the uh, coach coming in and saying he's going to continue calling defensive calls. Like, yep. uh, I thought, Oof, maybe you should take some feedback because they've yeah. not been good. Uh, but where uh, the charges here are a heavy favorite, eight eight point spread here. Wow, like, okay. like that's big in NFL. If they drop this game, you are you are well within your rights to think that he's getting done. Uh.
1: Yeah, I, I'd say the Bears like they've got their rookie QB. Um, he's come off with a win last week. Baygent. Uh He's already beaten the Raiders, who are above us in the standings. Mm-hmm. Um, they leaned heavily on Deonta Foreman, who had two touchdowns for eighty nine yards last week. And we all know the Chargers have issues on defense historically with containing the run. But we are ranked uh, one of the worst pass defenses in the league as well. The team ranked just behind us is the Bears, however. Um, look, as a last chance hope that I don't have to cry myself to sleep on Monday night, I will be backing the Chargers to beat the Bears offensively and, and take this W. Please, 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 <laughs> give, me, give me something. <laughs> I'm not even, it's, a sh- it's a shallow win, but please give it to me. <laughs> I'm,
0: not even, uh, I'm not even saying, please. I'm, you... Give it to me, like (laughs) I'll take this win. Take it. I don't want to hear anything else. I wanted to skip over it in our review because it was so comprehensive. So So
1: (laughs) it's depressing.
0: Yeah, I'll get the charges as well. (laughs) All right, that's a wrap of the week eight games. But what else is happening around the? Around the league, Cad?
1: Well, (laughs) you and I, you were in a text thread with my dad. um, Yeah. And it just occurred to me the other day that I was like, wow, you know what? Arrests have been relatively quiet in Mm, the league this this year so far. And I know we had a lot of gambling bans and all that to start with. But usually by this point, once bye weeks start happening, usually once the Raiders have their bye week, you start to get some reports of some... um, Mm some some crimes popping up but we, we did see a headline that, about a key player for a, a team that's looking for their playoff sp- spot uh, today. So Chris Olave, homie, has yeah. been arrested for I believe dangerous driving or
0: reckless driving. Reckless driving it's reported as. We haven't got a lot of detail out of it but um, it's a... Uh, I'm surprised this is our first headline for the season so far. We we'll probably missed them with all the other headlines that slide through. But uh, interesting one here. I don't think he's in any game trouble, um, but just, just, just a bad boy. He was
1: going two times the speed limit, uh, going 70 miles in a 35 mile zone.
0: This is <laughs> this is the problem with high income. You get fast cars like this. Is <laughs> there seems to be a common thread with the uh, NFL? They get very. Um, Oh, actually, I've I've got a concern. I've got to tell you this before I forget it. Um, I've got a concern coming up. So, New York Jets go to Vegas, and then mm-hmm. the following week, the Giants go to Vegas. But in between that is the F one in Vegas. Oh no. <laughs> Watch out for those games. That- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might get some headlines after those. Uh, so. That is very true. There will be yeah. a
1: party. I've heard that the Strip is just torn up and actually like, yeah. inhospitable because of what the race has been put on there. Um, I know some colleagues of mine will be actually going there um, to catch a game in oh, the, the race. So that will be rude. very jealous of them. Um, but yes, it, it is a problem. Anytime they go to Vegas, something something bad happens. I think it's. Yeah,
0: so it, that might be a hard week to tip because we don't know who, who will get in the lineup <laughs> or who might be on a bender. So um, I did like that um, one story that came out this week is they had to um, defend the Tush Push, <laughs> the old Eagles oh, and, coach. And-
1: yeah and defense defending it is a, an overstatement i think he just yeah. looked at he goes where's the camera looks like the yeah. coach looks right down the barrel and goes if you could stop if you could do it you would do it too like yeah he's
0: like yeah. don't don't ban it please don't, don't ban, ban it <laughs> just because we're good at it don't ban it like it's so fair just because yeah. they
1: figured out the way to do it and like i think the vikings even tried the tush push and they game. did they did yeah, and it did not look.
0: It did not look like the Tushbush. No, it did, it did uh, not look like the Tushbush. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was a funny one, that they have to defend the Tushbush. So.
1: And uh, another one I saw, homie, that we're, I don't know, I think we're quite excited for, I, I know I am, uh, is Hard Knocks has their in-season yeah. series. And, you know, usually Hard Knocks implies, you know, I think last year they picked the Falcons mm. for their mid-year one Um But you know, you don't think it's you think it's a team that's gone through some stuff.
0: But who have they picked? We got the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. How good is this? Like Yeah, I was like, great, we actually got a solid team to follow. Yeah, (laughs) Like, like this is exciting. Like a team on the up. Uh, you know, mm. I guess they got hard knocks because they lost one game, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, last week. Poor thing. The
1: hardest knocks were last year for Tua.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, whoa. Too soon. You better not have jinxed him just then. <laughs> 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 oh, they're coming for you. If that happens, <laughs> the Dolphins fans, they're coming for you. But I think it's going to be great. I can't wait. It'd be a great insight. I guess I'll we'll get to see more of Mike McDaniels as well, mm. uh, which I always enjoy. But I, I can't. I that, just, I That's want to know the guy.
1: culture around this team. Like we know Mike McDaniels is kind of the leading figurehead. and he's, he's very entertaining and, and a little brainiac. But yeah, I, I want to know how that translates to when he needs to push his players harder. Are they self-motivated? How does he do that? Because like seeing Mike McDaniels angry, like when you see him and he's on a loss at the press booth, he's almost apathetic sarcastic deflective yeah. like i don't see this like anger or acceptance you know he's not dan campbell trying to start a rally <laughs> during yeah, the yeah. press conference <laughs> um so i want to see how he motivates this team and, and the relationships in it which I'm, I'm pretty excited for
0: yeah and i'm i'm, I'm excited to see tour a bit as well i th- I, I really think he's well spoken i like he's mm. i think he's i think he's a deep thinker or i'm not sure i want to say that depth of him because i just I love his pre- press conferences. I think he speaks really well, so I'd like to get to know him a bit better.
1: Agreed. Well, yeah, really exciting. Didn't expect the Dolphins were on hard knocks, but maybe they're the few teams mm. that said, "Hell yeah, come and look at us do this." Maybe this <laughs> Cause ha- it's
0: going well. Ha- hardish knocks, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Holby, big app. Should we wrap it up? We should. Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punt. Remember, whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your journey, we've got you covered. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Onside Punt. Thanks so much, homie. I'm keen for a big week. Oh,
0: I can't wait. Let's get into these games, Cat.
1: <laughs> yoo